welcome to the Bible Tribe with Seeing Deep Ministries, where we see deep in a shallow world and overcome the battles of the mind with the Word of God. Fools might have respect in the classroom by their peers, but that will not make them wise. You can educate a fool, but you cannot make them think. We're reading today from Proverbs chapters 26, and the verse of the day is Proverbs 26, verse 4. Do not answer a fool according to his folly, or you will also be like him. Solomon is contrasting wisdom and folly and instructing us as to how we should respond to foolish people. In context, reading this verse with the one that follows it, there appears to be some confusion. Should we answer a fool? Let's read verses 4 and 5 in the NIV. Do not answer a fool according to his folly, or you yourself will be just like him. Verse 5. Answer a fool according to his folly, or he will be wise in his own eyes. Looking at another translation can sometimes help to clear up what is being said in today's language. The NLT is a good translation for this purpose. It is a thought-for-thought translation rather than a word-for-word translation. And it says, don't answer the foolish arguments of fools, or you will become as foolish as they are. Be sure to answer the foolish arguments of fools, or they will become wise in their own estimation. So which is it? Are we supposed to answer the provocation of fools or not? GotQuestions.org says, verse 4 warns against arguing with a fool on his own terms, lest we stoop to his level and become as foolish as he is. Because he despises wisdom and correction, the fool will not listen to wise reason and will try to draw us into his type of argument, whether it is by using deceit, scoffing at our wisdom, or becoming angry and abusive. If we allow him to draw us into this type of discourse, we are answering him according to his folly and the sense of becoming like him. The phrase, according to his folly in verse 5, on the other hand, tells us that there are times when a fool has to be addressed so that his foolishness will not go unchallenged. In this sense, answering him according to his folly means to expose the foolishness of his words, rebuking him on the basis of his folly so he will see the idiocy of his words and reasoning. Our answer in this case is to be of reproof, showing him the truth so he might see the foolishness his words in the light of reason. Even though this will most likely despise, this person will despise and reject our wisdom offered, we are to make the attempt, both for the sake of the truth which is always to be declared, and for the sake of those listening, that they may see the difference between wisdom and folly and be instructed. You know, whether we use the principle of verse 4 and deal with a fool by ignoring him or obey verse 5 and reprove a fool depends on the situation. And we have to ask God for wisdom. How should we answer? Well, number one, we answer with wisdom. When the Pharisees were not truly seeking the truth, but just to trap Jesus as they were seething in their jealousy and pride, Jesus answered with wisdom. Matthew 21, 24 says, I will also ask you one question, Jesus replied. And if you answer me, I will tell you by what authority I'm doing these things. Number two, we answer with humility. Proverbs 26:12 says, Do you see a man who is wise in his own eyes? There's more hope for a fool than for him. We don't have to prove ourselves to other people. Sometimes we just shouldn't answer when someone casts accusations our way. Oftentimes the answer won't be believed anyway. And if we give an answer, it can become more fodder for their foolish quest. 
This is a hard tightrope to walk. On the one hand, if we are people pleasers, we can fall into the fool's plan and try to curry their favor, which they will never give. On the other hand, we want to help them be rescued from their own folly. Soren Kierkegaard, a religious author from the first half of the 19th century, said, there are two ways to be fooled. One is to believe what isn't true. The other is to refuse to believe what is true. As the saying goes, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on you. <laughs> or shame on me, then shame on you. <laughs> I'll never get that right. Sometimes we need to foolproof our life. I chose the keyword fool, and in these verses of Proverbs, it is the Hebrew word kasil, fool, stupid, fellow, dullard, simpleton, arrogant one. Thought of the day, don't let fools fool you. Application. It can be difficult to deal with people who just don't want to see the truth. Ask God for wisdom in your reply, if there should be one at all. He is well able to answer. Go with God and His precious word, friends. Tune in tomorrow as we head back into the book of John. Mm-hmm.